Welcome to Mind Over Blog Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Runyon, a mindset-obsessed food blogger and food photographer. You are listening to the only podcast designed to help food bloggers up-level their mindset to manifest their biggest blogging goals. Welcome to Mind Over Blog. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Mind Over Blog. I'm your host, Lauren Runyon, and I'm super happy to have you here. Whether you're a new listener or returning listener, I am very thankful for you taking the time to tune in and listen to these conversations. And today is a great conversation. It's, uh, well, I would say it's mainly or 100% for the women out there. I don't know if I have any men out there listening, but it is for the ladies. And I am talking to Amber Bronner, and we are talking about cycle, cycle syncing. And it is such an important thing that you probably have never given the time to think about. And then we are diving into how your cycle affects your energy and how you can go about utilizing the energy fluctuations within your cycle and the superpowers basically that you have in certain parts of your cycle to attune it to your business and your blog. And we talk about how you start doing it. We talk about what happens in each phase of the cycle and like the things that you can probably recognize. Um, Because listen, you're not crazy when one day you feel amazing and you're like on top of the world and the next day, Uh, imposter syndrome is super raging and you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to fail. Like you're not crazy. It's probably part of your cycle. And um, we talk about that. So I hope you love this conversation. Uh, Amber is an amazing person to talk to. She's super knowledgeable about this subject. And uh, we, I, I found her randomly on Instagram and so happy to have connected with her. Um, Let me tell you a little bit more about her. She is a communication and confidence coach who focuses on guiding you to find the words to speak your truth. I mean, who doesn't need that in the blogging world? And she really uses human design and energetics for the framework of how she encourages people to identify what is the highest expression of themselves. And then she leads you to embody your truth through coaching and unconscious programming. She is, I mean, her knowledge that she has, it's very unique. And um, I think that she has this crazy ability to observe and like hear words differently than most of us. So I think it's it's really awesome listening to her talk. Um, she is going to teach you how to manifest abundance and adventure into your life. And she's all about pushing the boundaries. So definitely go check her out. Um, I will have the links to where you can find her and her podcast and all of this good stuff in the show notes. So I hope you love the episode. Don't forget to tag us in at Mind Over Blog. And um, Amber's will be linked in the show notes as well as leaving a review if this episode was helpful for you. Thanks, friends. And I hope you love the episode. Amber, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be here and excited that we found each other in the online world. I know. And you know, it's always so weird and funny. You brought that up when I find somebody on the online world, because for my podcast, I really just hope that I channel the right person to come into my life. And you did. I I have zero clue how you came to me in Instagram or who I was following. (laughs) 
that you were on a podcast. I think you must've been on the podcast. And I, for a long time, I had it in my mind that I wanted to do a podcast episode on cycle syncing. And then there you were. And then I reached out and you're a projector and you were in Manifestation Babe Academy. So it was so great right? to be. <laughs> yes. I think uh, you heard me on that projector life. Yes. Okay. So then that would have, I, I follow her. Well, now I follow you, but I was, I do follow her. And then mm-hmm. it was just like perfect timing. So mm-hmm. all in for divine timing. You manifested yeah. this. I did. Thank you for being here. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Wonderful. I want to start with who you are. Let's tell everybody who you are, like a little brief bio about who you are, what it is that you do, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. So my name is Amber. I am a communication and embodiment coach. Uh, I am most passionate about deconstructing um, communication on like the energetic level and helping people embody their their truth and speak their truth with confidence. Um, And that changes how they communicate with themselves and how they communicate with others and also with source. So um, communicating through manifestation, um, speaking your life into existence, that's really what I am so passionate about. And I love sharing um, communication styles with people, looking at pretty much everything in life through the lens of communication and how we can strengthen our communication skills so that we can have the desired outcomes that we are looking to achieve in life. So I work with people one-on-one. I also do like a lot of hypnotherapy. So like unconscious programming. So communication, uh, communication in that sense of unconscious programming and neuro-linguistic programming, EFT, et cetera. I'm all about that good unconscious stuff. And I'm also a fellow podcaster. So loving being here. I have a podcast called the Confidently You Podcast. And yeah, I'm excited to collaborate and be here with you today. Awesome. That's great. And such a unique mm-hmm. um, niche, really. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. see it a lot. And what made mm-hmm. you pick communication? Is it something you've always been interested in? Or like, did you mm-hmm. just have this download? Like, this is it. I should be doing this. <laughs> Uh, it's interesting how that came to me because when I started my business, it was not communication focused. It was, it was confidence focused, but then I realized like, why do we want to be confident? And it's because we want to communicate with confidence. What we put out there, we want to express with the energy of confidence, but that's the, the energy behind the tool that we use, which is communication. And I have been um, studying second languages ever since I was a young girl. And I continued uh, my study of languages in university and I was uh, focused on linguistics. So um, the study of the structure of language and that just like really opened up world. to like, wow, like communication is so much more than just talking. It's actually 55% of it is physiological. So those things that we don't even realize that are going on, that actually makes up the biggest part of communication is our physiological responses and reactions to stimuli. And that was just so fascinating to me, especially when I was opened up to the world of manifestation and like how we use communication in manifesting and how we use our energy and coming out to human design and our energetics and just how we interact with the world. And just, it's been a journey for me to really look at things through communication. And cause I'm so fascinated by it. Cause I also have an open throat center uh, when it comes to human design. So I'm uh, language is something that I like I really take in and I see people's communication styles and I want to show them how they can do it better. So that was my journey with that. (laughs) And it's so funny that you said that because the entire time you're talking, I'm like, she must see language differently. Like it must do something different in your brain than what it does to Mm. me. And so that's super cool that you have Mm. that like superpower. (laughs) 
Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And, and after hearing you say all that, I want to, I want to have you back and talk more about communication, not just oh. <laughs> our cycles. That sounds really awesome because it sounds like you can use it in so many aspects. You could just use it yes. as far as like trying to communicate what it is that you do as a brand. You know, this, this podcast is for bloggers and being able mm-hmm. to articulate what it is that you're trying to do to help people or the audience that you're serving all of mm-hmm. that and doing it confidently. All of that is like just all rolls on into one big amazingness. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wonderful. all right. So we are going to be talking about cycle syncing. And I think maybe we should just start with like, what the heck is cycle syncing? Cause people are probably, I mm-hmm. didn't even know it was a word. People are probably like, I don't know what the F you're talking about. Like, so please explain to us what cycle syncing is. And then we're going to just kind of dive into a conversation about how, you know, we use it. And I know you're way more of a, uh, you have way more of a better understanding and can communicate it very, very well than I can. So, <laughs> mm. <laughs> yes. So cycle syncing is essentially following your monthly cycle. So first of all, to explain that, I want to debunk that your cycle. So we're talking about the menstrual cycle. And that is not only when you bleed. Your menstrual cycle is actually your entire monthly cycle, not just the time that you bleed. So it's tracking your energetic fluctuations throughout your cycle and like understanding like the hormonal changes that are associated with that. And then aligning your life with the energy that is optimal at that time. So should I just go through each of the phases and kind of explain like what your energy is like through them? Um, I think I want to do that in just like a little bit, like at first, like, okay. I think it's, um, I want to just kind of throw out there that it was like beautiful that you said to align your energy with like the certain mm-hmm. cycles. Um, and that I want to just kind of throw it out there that the reason you want to do this is because we do have these cycles and it's not just in our personal lives, it's in our business lives. And, you mm-hmm. know, it, as a, as a, a solopreneur, you may have times in your month and you're like, why do I feel amazing today? And why do I feel like a piece of shit? Like the next day, why do I have feel like I'm the most amazing blogger in the entire world? And then the next day you have like imposter syndrome and there's a reason for it. There's all kinds of reasons, but your cycle could be a huge like, like component of the feelings that you're mm-hmm. feeling. So I just wanted to kind of throw out there like why this is important for your business. Yeah. Because it's not just your personal life. And for me, I didn't ever know the word cycle syncing. And I didn't even know that it was something I could apply to my business. Like for me personally, I started recognizing a cycle between like my relationships. And I've personally, I struggle Mm. with PMDD and I have for a very long time. Um, And I just started noticing the same thing happening at the same time every month. And then it's something clicked and I was like, oh, this is, this applies to every area in my life, not just my relationships. So how did mm-hmm. you realize like the importance of cycle syncing? What was it that brought you to like start implementing it into your life? So I uh, learned initially about cycle syncing from uh, a colleague's wife. She is a uh, an embodiment coach uh, and specializes in holistic love sex relationships. And so she learned a lot about cycle syncing and I watched her talking about it online. And I took this workshop, this one day workshop that she had. And I was so fascinated with all of the information that she told about it that I eventually signed up for her three-month program that taught us about um, all of the details, all of the good stuff, the things that us women don't learn about in school, about the hormone fluctuations, how this is going to affect our energy and how our moods and energy changes throughout that cycle. And so I learned about all of this 
information. And she is an entrepreneur, obviously herself. And I actually found myself in this container. And most of us women were in fact entrepreneurs um, because we were the ones that were interested about how we can maximize our energy because we are, we're in control of our lives. Like we don't have to go to that nine to five job every day where the same uh, energetic output is expected of us every day. Right. So when you're an entrepreneur, you have that flexibility to, um, to, uh, to tailor your schedule around your cycle. And I know that we're going to get into that later too, about specific tasks and tasks and whatnot, but that's basically how um, I found that it applied to my business was being in that container with those other women and being a budding entrepreneur myself. When I took the program, it was very easy to see like, Oh, when you're ovulating, that's when your communication skills are high. So, you know, organizing certain tasks to um, accommodate for that type of energy so that I can optimize that energy throughout my cycle. If a little tidbit, I'm ovulating now. So <laughs> I scheduled our, uh, our meeting now because I knew that I would be most articulate um, during this time. So, and just or- incorporating all that knowledge into my business and, and it's a learning curve. Like it's a trial and error and, you know, um, it, it takes some journaling and like figuring out your energy, but it's so worth it. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm not ovulating. (laughs) I'm like in my autumn. So, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, okay. So let's just dive in. Let's like, let's talk about those four like phases of the cycle, maybe briefly touch on like what kind of happens in those. Cause I've heard you talk about like, you know, even this is probably pulling on people learn what they learned back in and if you didn't go to nursing school or something, this is what you learned in like fifth grade when you're like, this is when you're ovulating, this is your follicular phase. So let's just mm-hmm. touch on those four phases and then dive in. Yeah. So I'll briefly summarize them. So we've got the menstrual cycle. That's the beginning of your cycle. So day one, um, when you first begin to bleed, that's day one of your cycle, which is the menstrual phase, which is what most people are familiar with. But um, after the menstrual cycle, which is about five to seven days, there's then the follicular phase, which you can kind of associate with that springtime energy, the budding energy. And this lasts anywhere from seven to 10 days. Um, And again, there's like some changes hormonally that are going on, some rising of hormones that uh, actually increase our energy our energy. And then after the follicular phase, we have ovulation phase, which again is another phase that a lot of people are familiar with. And it lasts only about three to five days. And this is when our hormones are at their peak. We have the most amount of them going on and we feel most energized during this time. And then after uh, we ovulate, we have the luteal phase, which is 10 to 14 days in length. That's the longest phase uh, that you said you're in your autumn phase. So that would be considered to be the luteal phase. And that's when we begin to notice a decrease in uh, the amount of hormones that are rushing through us to prepare us for that uh deficit of of the hormonal phase, which is in the menstrual phase. So we begin that resting phase and it starts all over again. Perfect. All right. Well, let's dive mm-hmm. into, let's start with the menstrual phase or the mm-hmm. winter phase. Um, let's mm-hmm. talk about the energetics between like in that phase, like things that we can expect to happen, things we can start doing with our business or, or like anything in our life to make that phase work for us better. Mm-hmm. So um, you mentioned this is associated with winter. And what do we think about when we think of winter? We think quiet. We think death. We think the end of a end of a cycle or soon to be a new beginning. We think of rest um, and kind of like that nesting um, in a sense of rest. So 
the thing that we can do in our menstrual phase is to honor our need to rest. You know, we're not designed to work in this hustle culture that is flourishing in society right now. We are designed to have those resting periods so that we can come back in springtime and come back full force and have that budding energy. So um, yeah, what's happening here is that our hormones are at our lowest and we can kind of expect um, that sense of low energy, that introversion, you know, wanting to be by yourself and be alone and spend some time with introspection. And so this might look like going for very light walks, you know, not doing those high intensity workouts sort of thing. It's, you know, slow movements, uh, supportive movements, you know, maybe making time for lots of self-care, having baths, et cetera, whatever feels restful to you. I know for me on my day one, I'm in bed all day. My partner knows that, okay, it's day one. You know, if I, if I really have that time to rest, I'll feel much better for the rest of uh, my bleeding phase or my menstrual phase when I really do honor that need for rest. And so in my business, those shows up as days off, you know, I'm not, those are my, my planned days off. Cause I know when I'm going to be bleeding. So I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I'm going to rest, forget about, it. I'm not probably not going to be posting on social media. I'm not going to be planning anything. I'm really honoring my need for rest. So any, any thoughts that you have about that? Well, the first thing that you just said, you know, as far as social media, I, for me, definitely because it's a phase of when you want to like withdraw and go in, have a harder time posting on social media. So if people like start to recognize that, like, Hey, why am I having such a hard time? Like, why do I not feel like being on social media? Why does this feel so hard to do? It could be because you're in that phase. Um, So I definitely Mm -hmm. resonate with the need to go inwards. And just like you said, as far as it being a winter, what you think of with winter, you also kind of think of like just cozying up and being like just the quiet was perfect because you want to rest and plan during this phase. Um, I do find myself in like in this area doing a lot of planning and evaluating kind of what didn't work or what worked in my business or that month during this time, because I'm so quiet and because I'm so inwards during that phase. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, all I really have to add to that part. Um, (laughs) I don't, you know, for me personally, like I'm not uh, like where I feel like I have to take days off, but I, the most, um, what I have to respect the most is my feelings about not wanting to talk to other people (laughs) or like, and because I'm a projector, you know, like I don't have Mm -hmm. the energy to just give and give and give. And then I also don't, you know, like when I, I just have to respect that and for people to know it's okay. Like you have to honor those feelings and it's okay. Like it's going to end the cycle. It's going to, you're going to move on to the next phase. So what about, um, what about the next phase? Well, then we're moving in after our winter, we move into our follicular phase, which is our spring. Mm -hmm. So let's chat about that. Yes. So um, I also just want to put the disclaimer that this is going to look different for everybody. You know, we all have our own bodily rhythms. You know, I say one thing that might not resonate with you and that's okay. Um, but just know, knowing that everyone's phase is different, these numbers that I'm throwing out lasting seven to 10 days or whatever, that's the importance of tracking your cycle because this is not... Um, this is a guideline, right? You know, everybody's different. So just, I just wanted to throw out the disclaimer that, you know, everyone's different and honor that about yourself as well. Um, but the next phase is the follicular phase and it lasts seven to 10 days. And again, this is the increase 
of hormones. You know, we start to see uh, estrogen and follicular stimulating hormones increasing and rising. And this is when we begin to feel most adventurous. Think of yourself as like the inner maiden or the inner child, that sort of archetype that you can associate it with it. So you're feeling these budding ideas. This might be when um, in your business, you're like, oh yeah, I should work on this or, oh, I should make all these posts about this or um, write this blog about this because you've had these budding ideas coming to you. So you're feeling that sense of adventure and that budding creativity coming from you. So it's, you know, tuning into that creative energy and allowing it to flow. So that is what, um, so in my business, what this looks like, this is when I write my podcast episodes or write the notes for my episodes. And then that actually, I'm just going to go right into the ovulation because it, it's a great segue. So mm-hmm. in the ovulation phase, um, I mentioned that articulation and communication skills are highest. Well, that's when I record my podcast episodes. You know, I've had some time, you know, the inner maiden, the inner child, sometimes a little bit naive, right? So we've got these great ideas, but then I give myself some space to, you know, let those ideas solidify a little bit before I voice them in the podcast. Cause then I've had some time for the wisdom to come through because ovulation is associated with the motherly archetype, the motherly type energy. So I allow that wisdom to then come through in my ovulation phase um, after allowing those thoughts that I have put onto paper in the follicular phase. Is that making sense? Are are you... Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, And Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of like thinking about how the two, I mean, like the follicular, I feel like in the obviatory, it, what's the days between that? Like how long does the follicular typically last? Uh, Seven to 10 days and ovulation is three to five. Okay. Okay. So, Mm -hmm. and it's a, it's a good period where people like, this is when you feel super like on top of the world. If you're kind of Mm -hmm. combining both of those together, because for most people, like you said, everyone's different for most people, not for me, but for most people, like the spring and the summer is a period of where you feel really good. Um, Mm -hmm. one of the things that I think is very interesting, especially when it comes to really anything, but most importantly, my interpersonal relationships, when you're in your spring phase, you have less hormones floating around in your body. Mm -hmm. So you have, you're more neutral about things. So things that like um, may affect you later on your cycle. You're just like, eh, you know, like you don't care as much when you're in that phase. Um, and mm-hmm. then the other thing, um, is that there is an increase in testosterone when you're moving right in towards your, um, ovulation yes. phase. So yes. I was just kind of curious as you were saying that your um, mother, like your, that, what did you call it? The mother Uh, The mother archetype. So I mentioned inner child, inner maiden with follicular, then you're stepping into the motherly phase with your uh, ovulation. Okay. So it's interesting that that increases kind of at the same time that your testosterone may be rising because you may Mm -hmm. be feeling a lot of masculine energy at that point, you know, Mm -hmm. checking the things off. Like this is when you're going to get all these things done. Um, one of the things that I think is really important as far as for me, because I can have so many freaking ideas during this time, or it's all these things that I want to do, um, writing them down and then saving them for later, like not taking on all of those, like, oh, these are, I have 40 billion ideas. And then you start working on them and then you get later on your face and like, I can't do this. I suck. Like, yes. It's because you're not designed to do that all the time. So maybe keeping mm-hmm. like a list or like a, you know, a brain dump pad where you, are writing down all these ideas that you have during this phase of your cycle 
And then maybe when you come into your resting and planning phase, you could reevaluate those things. So that's like a tip that I like to keep in mind as I'm moving through my cycle. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then we have the, the luteal phase after ovulation, which is associated with autumn. And this is the longest phase. And this is, you can associate it with like nesting. Well, like, what do you think about animals? Like as they're preparing for winter, you know, like they're, are they like gathering a bunch of food together? They're building their habitat or homes or nests, whatever. Um, we women are also can relate to that energy. It's the um, the to-do list oriented, okay, this is what I got to do before I go into my rest. You know, this is my tasks. We're very task oriented, but this is also um, uh, communicative wise or energetically wise. Like this is also when our bullshit meter is up. So we are very sensitive to truth and we can really detect lies easily. So this whole PMS facade thing that, you know, that, you know, we tend to talk about condescendingly and we put a bad label on it. Well, it's actually just because we're sensitive to people not speaking their truth. And so we pick up on that and we call people out on it. And that comes across as us, you know, being bitchy or, you know, whatever we associate with that PMS, but it's actually just calling people out on what isn't true. And I think that there's something so beautiful about that, um, you know, that we, it, it helps us encourage us to, to speak our truth and, but also pairing that with our um, to-do list task oriented type of energy. So this is the, uh, oh, the wild woman archetype is associated with that. Does that, have, how does that show up for you in your life? Um, well, so one of the things that like, that shows up is that when you kind of mentioned this, like this is the nesting phase, or, you know, if you think about someone who's nesting or even a pregnant woman that's nesting or how you feel during that time, like your husband or your significant other, whoever that you live with, your friend leaving crap on the table all the time, like that's going to drive you insane at this point in your life. And it's the same with your business, you know, like those little details didn't mean anything to you earlier in your cycle, but those details mean something now. So just being really mindful of that, and using it for the good, like you're super mm-hmm. detail oriented and it may not show up well in like interpersonal relationships, like because you're yelling because they didn't take the garbage out, but it may show up really <laughs> well in your business because you can really get dive into those details. So I really like how you mm-hmm. said that. I did mean to mention kind of when you're in your um, other phase, when we were talking about the um, follicular, no, the summer ovulatory phase. Mm-hmm. That's for me, for anyone who's on this, this like listening to this conversation, anybody who suffers from PMDD, you can have a very short summer. And so if you find that you feel like you're in your, um, your luteal autumn phase for longer or PMSing, if you have, you know, more, if you're more sensitive to PMS, um, it could be because you have a shorter summer. So that was one thing that I just wanted to throw out there because for me and my business, I have to super respect that because I have such a small spring and summer window that I feel good. Mm-hmm. It's so short. And then I instantly move into this, like, you know, phase where it feels really hard to do a lot of things. So knowing that everyone is different and being mindful because you may not have the really long spring and summer, like other people do the seven to 10 days. Like I feel like mine is it's super short. And sometimes I can be in my other phase for 14 days. I feel like I'm in my, it's super long, you know, even longer Mm -hmm. that I go almost feel like I go straight from having my period. I have a really short ovulation and then straight into (laughs) 
the PMS phase, you know, air quotes, Mm -hmm. Um, just being mindful of that. Where would you like to take this next? So I'd like to, because you've mentioned it a couple of times and I was really hard trying not to bring it up, but like until now, (laughs) I want to talk about how it's really important to know that men have a 24 hour cycle, a hormone cycle. And we as women, or even we as women as an entrepreneur, try to function in this like world that a man has basically created and set the stage of, and they have a 24 hour hormone cycle. So that means they wake up and the next day they feel refreshed and amazing. And everything that happens for us in 28 days happens for them in 24 hours. Do you have any like thoughts or feelings as far as like just more on the hustle and how we put that on ourselves when it's Mm -hmm. not how we're designed to be? Yeah. Well, I also want to add to that, that women too have that 24 hour cycle. It's called a circadian rhythm. And the 28 day cycle we're talking about is an infradian rhythm. So women and men have the circadian rhythm, but to add that level of complexity for women, you know, to support the life that we have the potential to give, um, it's to have an infradian rhythm, but yes, we, we are still healing in patriarchal, uh, world. I, there is progression, which yes, super proud to, to hear and, you know, to experience the progressions that are being made in society. But I think even being on a podcast like this, simply sharing this information to with women and empowering them with it to show them like, Hey, like you don't have to work like that. Look what will happen when you allow your energy to work in flows. Like, don't get me wrong. I too have experienced the benefits of burnout, you know, the rewards of pushing yourself to get things done and stuff. But ultimately, you know, my energy suffers from it. Um, So I think that what it really comes down to to, is to quiet what is going on in the outside world and give yourself space to, to really practice that introspection and tune into yourself and see what your energy is calling you to do. Like really you're giving yourself a permission slip to be yourself and to, to really embody what is in alignment and what is true for you. And men also benefit from this information. Um, I, I too did a, a podcast um, on my podcast. I, I go into more detail about how men can communicate specifically with women so that they can um, get their desired results like throughout the cycle so that they don't, you know, bash heads with their partner because they're not understanding, you know, the hormonal fluctuations that women are going through. So this is also extremely empowering for men to understand how they can either support their partners or work alongside women and how they can too harness the, and optimize that woman's energy. Cause maybe, maybe uh, you're working on a creative project together with a woman or something. And it's like, Oh yes, let's bounce those creative ideas off of her right now. And, you know, I realize not every woman is going to be indulgent with her cycle information, but you know, she could, simply say, yes, I'm in my creative energy right now. Let's work on this. And, you know, if the more that men understand this, the more that they can also um, help harness that power that these women have throughout these different phases of their cycle. You picking up what I'm, what I'm putting down here? Yeah, it's awesome. And I am going to, going to have my husband and I listen together. (laughs) It's perfect (laughs) that you, that you have that on there. And I do really respect and, and honor like what you're saying with that. What about people who um, don't 
there's so many women on like hormonal birth control or, you know, they have an IUD and they don't have their cycle or other reasons. Like they may have amenorrhea, like whatever reason they don't have their period. So they don't know what they should be doing. Like, how do you, um, suggest, or what are your thoughts on how somebody should track this when they don't really know when they're supposed to be bleeding or are bleeding? My recommendation would be to start with the moon. The moon has a very powerful gravitational energy that affects us as humans. Like for example, uh, most babies are born around the full moon because that's when the gravitational pull is, is fullest. There's scientific research that backs that up. Um, you know, so the moon has this incredibly powerful effect on us. So women that are no longer uh, having a menstrual cycle, so women that are in their um, uh, menopause, women that are menopausing, um, they can then track their quote unquote cycle with the moon because then they, they don't have the bleed or, I mean, I'll be honest, I'm not fully familiar with the, with menopause yet. I'm a little young for that, but you know, then they start to begin tracking their hormonal fluctuations with the moon. So my recommendation for anyone who's on hormonal birth control or for whatever reason that they don't have a normal cycle would be to um, begin tracking with the new moon. So day one of the new moon. And that is when, um, um, that is what would align most, uh, true with a woman's cycle. And then just begin to document like what your energy levels are like, how are you feeling? What is your dominant emotion throughout the day? What is your dominant energy level like throughout the day? What sort of tasks do you feel called to do during that time? Stuff like that. Is that helpful? Yeah. And even physical symptoms, because I think mm-hmm. uh, for me, obviously I, I do get my period, but physical symptoms are a really good indicator of where you're at throughout your cycle. You know, even like a symptom as far as like uh, headaches, a lot of women will have a hormonal headache right before their cycle starts and still get that even when they don't, like if they are on some kind of hormonal birth control or something that keeps them from having their period. So, you know, also along with keeping track of your mood and energy, the physical symptoms that come along with that. Mm-hmm. Cause it could yes, also affect true. how you want to work. You know, you're not going to want to mm-hmm. work if you know, you're going to get a headache, you know, day 28 every month plan for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. Perfect. So that, that, and that's like how I work in my business. Like how I said, I want to take those two days off on my first day of my bleed for some women. They, they may not have to do it for some women. They might have to take five days off, right. you know, when they, when they're bleeding, cause everyone's is different, but yeah, like knowing ahead of time, okay, I'm going to want to take those days off and then I can thrive like throughout the rest of my cycle and rest accordingly. Right. Let's just touch. I keep, I haven't done it yet. I've been I am and do have plans to start introducing like universal laws to everyone on the podcast. And, but I didn't want, mm-hmm. because we are talking about our cycle and the moon and all of that, talk about the law of rhythm. If you mm-hmm. have anything that you'd like to add as far as, you know, I'm sure that you can articulate it really well on what it is. <laughs> um, and just, I mean, I just feel like people should know that there's so much, there's so many things bigger out there than kind of what we know. And so introducing Mm -hmm. these universal laws into these concepts, I think is really important. Yes. Yeah. Universal law of rhythm. So in a summary, it is about um, the ebbs and flows of life, the cycles of the seasons, the cycle that earth 
provides us with, you know, everywhere we look, we see cycles. There are cycles everywhere. And, uh, you know, we see the seasons, all four seasons. Um, I'm drawing a blank on other cycles right now. (laughs) I think that paint, that paints an imagery, like everything works in cycles. And so when we choose to ignore or dismiss then that's when we start to experience things like burnout or overconsumption or other things that are associated with going against the natural ebbs and flows. And um, that is ultimately um, harming us in our own lives and in our business. And so, yeah, the law of rhythm is all of Um, is allowing that ebb and flow and life is about balance, you know, going with those different ebbs and flows and um, going with what the energy calls for. Like you wouldn't try to go skiing in July, right? Unless if you live in the Southern hemisphere, but you know, you wouldn't try to go skiing in July and you certainly wouldn't want to go skinny dipping in December. Right. right? So it's about, you know, going with that. Like, what do you um, have to add to that? Well, I think those were very perfect examples and just knowing and honoring the fact that if you are in a cycle of low, depending, you know, no matter what it is, if there's a fall, you always, you know, there's going to be a winter and from winter, there's going to be a spring and things are going to, you know, fall and winter feel, you know, winter feels yucky and down, but spring feels amazing. And knowing that because of the law of contrast that there's always going to be when there's a down, there's going to be an up. And just because you mm-hmm. may be struggling today hormonally, that there is going to be a cycle where you're going to feel better instead of getting like stuck into the thoughts or getting too absorbed in, you know, feeling very consumed about where you're at that day, knowing that it's going to cycle back around into a better place for you. Yeah. And I love how you touched on that because I'm sure I think as a fellow projector, you might be able to relate when you're in that planning phase. So you said when you're uh, late menstruation, you get to feel those uh, those ideas coming to you and you're like, oh, I want to plan this and I'm reflecting on this, blah, blah, blah. When you're, when you're in that phase, it, it's easy to get overwhelmed with all of the tasks that you have that, that you're aspiring to, that you want to get all of these things done. So when you incorporate cycle sinking into your life, you can, and you can say with confidence, okay, I know that when, that when the time comes, I will have the energy to complete X, Y, Z, because I'm reserving this task for when my energy aligns with that task. So I know that I'm going to get it done. It takes away the anxiety of like, how am I going to get all this stuff done? Well, if you give yourself a month to to scatter all of those tasks across the month, you can say that I'm going to get them all done because you're waiting until your energy aligns with them. And I do have this weekend, I'll be talking with someone and it will air right after your podcast where um, we are diving into human design and just going to kind of touch on my chart. So I'm very excited to introduce it to everyone listening. And if for anyone who's like, what is a projector? Why do you guys keep talking about your throat set? Like, why are you talking about all these crazy (laughs) things? That is all a part of human design, which is another amazing, I don't even know if it's a tool, it's like a way of life um, of how you can like live and be and use it in your business. So that'll be coming. But for anyone who's, you know, anxious to look it up, it's called human design and you may have a better definition of it, but (laughs) it's amazing. (laughs) It's the, it's the science of differentiation, the study of how we are all different. It is fascinating. I too 
use that in my business. I use it as the framework, but before I work with people. Yeah, I love it. And I'm so happy that we learned more about it in our manifestation program. That was also amazing. I haven't gotten to it yet. (laughs) I'm still on week eight. (laughs) You are in for a treat, my dear. I can't wait. Well, Amber, is there anything else that you feel like uh, we should share today regarding this cycle? I think it was a really good introduction into cycle syncing Mm -hmm. so that everyone can dive in more if they, you know, really felt called really resonated with our conversation, but is there anything else that you think we should add before we wrap up? Mm, I would say that you deserve to whoever is listening, that you deserve to live a life that is in alignment with your unique energetic blueprint. And frankly, you're not doing yourself or anyone else a favor. If you go against the what your natural energy is called to produce or create so I feel that cycles thinking is something that has really changed my life in the sense that I now give myself that permission to do what my energy is calling me to do and ultimately I achieve much better results than if I were to try to say to try to create all my podcasts during my menstrual phase for example like that would just not be good. It would not come out good. I'd be quiet. I would, I would feel like exhausted throughout the process. So really giving yourself that permission to optimize your energy and go with what your energy is designed to do. Perfect. That is a great way to end. And then where can everyone find you after you get done listening? Yeah. Like, as I mentioned before, I do have a podcast called the confidently you podcast. I put out episodes every week, every Monday. Um, I also have uh, my website. You can find me there for more details about how to work with me at www.confidentlyyou.ca. And if you want to follow me on Instagram to check out my daily tips, actually, I shouldn't say daily because I don't post daily, (laughs) but um, I, my weekly tips will say, or um, other types of things that I post about, about finding your truth, tips about that, um, communication styles, about confidence. Um, I am your go-to gal for that. So my Instagram handle is at confidently.amber. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. You were amazing and I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Again, I feel so honored and I really appreciate the opportunity to be here. So thank you for that. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Mind Over Blog Podcast. Don't forget, if you love this episode, to leave us a review and then tag me on Instagram at Mind Over Blog. Share it in your stories. I'd love to know what you liked the most about this episode. Until the next time, have a great day.